our last review let's head out of here um so our last review of the day is going to be for ted lasso season three so like a lot of shows uh last week um a lot of them ended um have their series finales like barry like succession um and the same thing can be said for ted lasso so ted lasso is a story of a kansas uh, american football coach who gets a job uh coaching a european football team there in richmond and he ends up kind of coaching it. At first, he's kind of hired as a joke uh, by the owner, who's Rebecca. Um, he's just hired to basically tank the team because she's, you know, very vengeful against her ex-husband and this. Um, and so, but eventually, as he kind of in- integrates himself into this team, into the organization, into Richmond, um, he, you know, people just go like, it's Ted. And everybody loves Ted. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ted can't help just win everybody he meets <laughs> over. Um, there's so many times in this series where he'll meet somebody and they're antagonistic towards him at first, mm-hmm. like the fans of the team, because when he gets there, they're just sucking and losing. Yeah. And they, then, yeah. They call him and chant in the stands, wanker, wanker, wanker. And eventually just over the course of the season, it just becomes a term of endearment. Yeah. You know, so he just ends up just kind of winning all these people over. There's one reporter who uh, makes an appearance here again. Uh, he quit his job as a uh, as a reporter. Then he's writing a book about the team and about the whole kind of lasso effect that's happened on it. Um, that character, what's his name again? Uh, oh, um, Trent, Trent, the Independent. Yes. Um, so he kind of comes because at first he was kind of on that train too of like, <laughs> oh, who's this guy? Some American guy going to come in here and coach this team? But again. Like what Ted does, he wins them over. There's a therapist that he has in season two that comes on here. Again, kind of standoffish. You know, it's like, hey, I'm just trying to keep a good professional business relationship mm-hmm. here. But again, he she even kind of comes over to a little bit and like them. So that's just the kind of impact that he has. Yeah, but that, uh, yeah, but even even in uh, season two, especially with a therapist, that was more or less because she was trying to get him to open up as a therapist. And eventually they became friends towards the end of that season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just kind of his effect. And Tillas was played by here, Jason Sudeikis, who, uh, is one of the showrunners here, uh, and created the character. Originally the character was, uh, they, it was kind of like the part of these NBC promos that they would do, mm-hmm. uh, here, there. It was kind of yeah. so. Yeah. It was a promo for the world cup of, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yeah. So that was kind of character that Jason Sudeikis created. Then it gets spun off into an actual TV show. Um, and yeah, uh, and this is dealing with this season here. Um, if you remember the last season, um, it left off with the character of Nate, um, who was originally, he was just a, uh, what do you, mm-hmm. what's the term? Kind of like, uh, a, he was the kit man. He was the guy who's kit. like in charge of washing all the uniforms. Yeah. Uh, he was the kit man, but you know, Ted Lasso was the one that kind of gave him more of an opportunity in the past, uh, seasons. And was like, Hey, you actually got this genius mind for football. It's just, you need to assert yourself and you, mm-hmm. you know, he gets bullied and picked on by everybody on the team, especially the Jamie character, total asshole for the first uh, a couple of seasons. And then eventually kind of turns around there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you just kind of get bullied, but you actually got this genius mind for football. And then he kind of went rogue and turned evil, basically. He even, you know, went dressed in all black suit, the mm-hmm. hair went silver, you know, just went totally <laughs> evil and went to go coach for the other team. Uh, the other team, which was West Hampton, uh, who's the owner of that team, is Rebecca's ex-husband. Uh, the actor, he was also in Buffy as well. Uh, he played uh, Niall Matt. Mm-hmm. Who was uh, who's that actor? Anthony Head. 
Anthony Head, um, who always dressed really like this is the, I think this is the final episode. He actually looks like uh, like a vampire hunter. He's got this <laughs> long ass duster kind of on, and he's got like this all black. Um, and he's I mean, he looks pretty good. Yeah, he's aged pretty well. Uh, Anthony yeah. Head. It took me um, a while to realize that that was Giles. Yeah, it, it took me way longer than I would care to admit. Yeah, so yeah, that was like, oh yeah, I mean, he's, he's pretty uh, awesome here. So he owns uh, the the team there, West uh, Ham United here. Um, that's kind of one of the rival teams against Richmond. And Richmond, uh, they're trying to ascend. Um, you know, trying to be a much better team. And I think mm. it's like the goal of they're trying to get from like their spot where they are now to the Premier League yeah. and then to the Champions yeah. League. It's like. That's a running joke, and Ted is confused about that, and so am I. Yeah, because I don't watch football. I don't watch European football, so I don't know yeah, the difference. It's like because they're in the Premier League, but they're but it's like sports outlets are like projecting that they're going to finish in last place in that entire section, and that's like one of the big things in the whole season. It's like mm-hmm. It's not finished last, and we'll like win the Premier League, and we'll go into the Champion League, yeah, Champions the, League. And then, yeah, there's a scene where Ted's like, "So there's a Championship League, which is below the Premier League, but then the league above the Premier League is the Champions League. That just don't make no sense. I don't understand <laughs> that. Like, that's just it's like, huh? It's kind of fucked up." <laughs> Um, some other characters that you see here, um, you see also uh, Juna Temple's character, uh, who's Keely. Uh, she has a PR firm. She does that, and she works a lot with the Richmond team there. Um, you're helping them, you know, set up interviews for a lot of the players, doing a lot of that stuff for them. Um, you also have Roy Kent, who's on here as mm-hmm. the assistant coach of the team, who was a former player. Um, he eventually ended up retiring there, uh, you know, and he does good. And you know, there's some more growth with him. Uh, at first, I remember there was these things that came out about the show where it's like, is he actually CGI? Is the actor who plays him? Is he like artificial <laughs> intelligence or something? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was kind of that stuff kind of coming out about the guy uh, when when the show was kind of first out. Um, but so you see kind of like the, and then you know, uh, characters in a little bit of different spots than they were, and see some growth there. Um, mm-hmm. Even with the Ted character, who like I think you mentioned this last time we talked about Ted Lasso, of like you see kind of where the negative can mm-hmm. kind of come in of like this happy-go-lucky type personality there mm-hmm. where the downside of that can be. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, the toll that that kind of toxic positivity has on your psyche. Yeah. Um, so that kind of, you kind of see that a little bit. Um, so this season three uh, coming in, this being last season, let me give some of your input here. Um, how'd you like it? How do you think it compares to the other seasons? Um, how did you think it kind of wrapped up here? Uh, so for me... I kind of have a love hate relationship with uh, the third season of the show, because what I think this show does so well, like with uh, how delving more into the character of Ted delving into the, the psychological toll that this level of toxic positivity comes with having this dynamic of the team grow and change and improve and kind of affirming that this uh, like supportive style of coaching that Ted has eventually it will pay off it just will probably be a while before that happens and all of that is great and there are so many great character stuff especially with some of the some of the supporting cast of the show like with uh like with the players that have uh that have kind of just been in the background in previous seasons like we get much more with uh 
Colin, who's uh, one of the players on Richmond, who I'm blanking on the character's name, the actor. Billy uh, Harris. Yeah, Billy Harris, who plays Colin, he gets a, a much bigger role in this season because one of the subplots is that he is a gay athlete and talking about the, you know, the pressure and the struggle with that. And there's this beautiful scene in an episode where the team takes a trip to Amsterdam between him and Trent Krim that is so well done. But I'm talking about like individual scenes because that's my biggest problem with the season is it felt so unfocused. It's because for a lot of episodes, it feels like it was meandering. It's like uh, this season had a uh, 12 hour and like some odd episodes, whereas previous seasons, I thought those were like closer to like 45 to maybe an hour. And it felt like there was uh, a longer runtime. There's so many different arcs that happened throughout the show. Like the first half of the first like couple episodes are about the drama of trying to sign this uh this show's equivalent to someone like Ronaldo and the struggle that happens on that. There's issues with uh, uh, Keeley's new relationship with a, with a woman. There's issues with uh, eventually the team adopting this new uh, strategy that happens and all the, the hurdles that happen with that. And it felt like this season was so unfocused compared to previous ones. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel your your thoughts on that um, because I, I don't know why they decided to end it this season. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that. Um, I felt like they had a good maybe one more season of material mm-hmm. here um, because like Barry, you know, ended season four. I think mm-hmm. typically shows, I think season season four, season five is typically a good, mm-hmm. you know, season end off things of, of good material there uh, that you can kind of you know wrap up a lot of stuff you know characters get growth everything like that so if they're mm-hmm. in here in season three and these are full like you mentioned full hour long episodes mm-hmm. here uh with these episodes and with a lot of different storylines you like you have a storyline with rebecca who's the owner mm-hmm. um who she's trying to have a kid you know she's kind of you know maybe wants to do that and and mm-hmm. it is kind of heartbreaking there because you know you realize you know she's like you know you, you know she's an older woman you know mm-hmm. can she even do it and you know she realizes she can't um, mm. So that's kind of a little bit of a heartbreaking moment there. Um, and then certain episodes, it feels like after school special type episodes mm. of like, you mentioned Colin, who's the person who um, he's hiding the fact that he's gay, but it's like, it feels like this is the gay episode or mm. this is the episode about like, there's one episode about An- uh, Sanya, who's the Nigerian player. It's like, this is the episode about racism. And you know what mm. I mean? And everything like there's not really all the, a lot of time developed uh, a lot of those things, and then when that stuff happens, because the episode with that was kind of about racism, was that he's kind of going back and forth on Twitter with like I guess like Ann Coulter, like an Ann Coulter type, yeah, figure. an Ann Coulter um, type figure, and then a restaurant he's trying to open gets vandalized, and it's this, it's this, yeah, it kind of feels like an after school special, but it is kind of sweet, and that is kind of the charm of this show. Hmm. Is that it does feel like an after school special, but with better writing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and yeah, it is kind of a sweet moment where you know, when after it gets vandalized, all the players come and then they help them clean it up. And you see, I mean, the chemistry is really great here, you know, with all these kind of the team and it feels like a family uh, there with all them kind of together. And that is one of the bright spots of it there. And you see kind of these friendships that have built up over the course of the show, like Keely and Rebecca um or even you know an odd friendship that we get to see in this season is roy and jamie 
who mm-hmm. they were first rivals, you know what I mean? On being on the team together because he was like the older player and then he was like this mm-hmm. new young rising star player. But then after he retired, then there was a little a love triangle there between Keely, him, and then Jamie. Um, and then there's a great scene there with that where, you know, they're like, okay, hey, decide, pick one of us. And she's like, <laughs> she just kicks Fuck both of them out. <laughs> it's yeah, such a beautiful can- thing. Yeah, she keeps close on But, you know, and then you see in this season, because with you mentioned that player um, that they're trying to sign. Like, that's one of the big things this season. They're mm-hmm. trying to sign, like, this equivalent of Ronaldo there. Or, like, I guess for more of an American sports reference, it's like, I guess he'd be like Aaron Rodgers. It seems like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be more of a, 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 like, more of an American equivalent to him. Um, but, yeah, they're trying to sign this big player. And then Jamie's kind of a little jealous because it's like, hey, he's this mm-hmm. huge star player. And he's like, I want to be better than this guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was the top dog here on this team. And they're always like, I'll train you to do it. And then you see them kind of growing uh, there as a bond. Um, so what are some of, you know, kind of the newer kind of relationships here that you see this season there, um, like with uh, Roy and Jamie? Uh, yeah, the entire dynamic with Rory and Jamie, I thought that was with, uh, excuse me, Roy Kent and, uh, Jamie, I thought that was so well done. It was these two actors that have had constantly changing dynamics between each other throughout the entire run of the show and getting to explore this new one where it is this like coach and mentee relationship eventually growing into a real organic friendship. It was like, even after the whole like fight they have, it's like, you want to get a beer? Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I like that. And the actor who plays uh, Jamie here, uh, we mentioned yeah. Roy Kim. Brent Goldstein yeah. plays Roy, and then Jamie. Uh, who's yeah, the Jamie's played by a uh, Phil Dunster. Phil Dunster, who looks like Sam uh, Whitworth from uh, Star Wars on uh, Leash. There, yeah, he really does. It's <laughs> like it's kind, of, it's kind of uncanny. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 pretty spot on there. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like that. I kind of like a lot of things there. Um, and I mean, what keeps me, you know, really, I think, enjoying the show. Um, I'd have to go back. I think this season is lesser than it compared to the mm-hmm. other two seasons because I think they're trying to wrap up all these storylines mm-hmm. and do so much with this that it just kind of feels like even with these long episode length, it just doesn't feel, you know, that uh, conclusive a lot of times. Um, and we're going to talk about a little bit about the finale there and what you kind of think like that. But yeah, I just feel like you know, there's a lot of kind of moving pieces that they, you know, it's like, I think you could use some more time to flesh this out. Um, but yeah, you know, like I always love the time. I always love the Diamond Dog meetings. Like those always do it for me. I always love when they do the whole <laughs> Diamond Dog call and they round up and they get, you know, it's Coach Beard, it's Ted Lasso. Uh, who's the, um, what's his role? Um, he's like oh, the, uh, uh, the manager, I think. Yeah, he's like the... I don't know what his role is, but uh, it's played by a uh, Jeremy Swift. Yeah, um, I forgot exactly what, he, what his role is. That he's the director, uh, director of football operations. That's mm-hmm. what he is. Yep, that's um, that's his job. It's him, um, and then you get the reporter. The, the reporter's writing the book, uh, and then they all kind of come together. First, it was Nate too; it was a part of it. But mm-hmm. that that those moments always kind of give me. I always kind of like those moments there. They always kind of feel real good in the show. Um, and really good stuff. The stuff with Nate um, kind of going to this other team, coaching it, mm-hmm. um, you know, him t- turning evil there. Um, I don't think they spend a lot of time with him. There's a few scenes that kind of go back and forth between there. Um, mm-hmm. And then for him to kind of learn a lesson that, I don't know, maybe again, yeah, uh, if he played it out a little bit more, it'd be more interesting. Yeah, uh, that's, What's some of your thoughts there? That's the probably, for me, the weakest part of the season. It's this... It, it's this redemption arc from Nate that just feels completely unearned. 
but it also felt organic to the character is like, even though he is this is trying to like become more assertive and trying to like fit into this more like toxic masculine world of uh, Rupert's team. It's like all of those insecurities he had before were still there. And I think mm. that was like a nice little commentary is like, even if you're trying to put on this like huge amount of bravado, everything that you dislike about yourself, all of your issues, they're still coming with you. You're not going to mm. fix them by putting that. But I think it, Nate needed much more comeuppance than just he meets a girl and starts a relationship with a girl who in previous seasons didn't even talk to him. And as far as I can tell, their one uh, like positive interaction was he gets ditched at a restaurant at that restaurant by a famous model. And she's like, okay, I kind of pity you. I'll hang out with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I can agree. Yeah. A little bit more will kind of come up with this for him there. Um, because yeah, I mean, he kind of sees this toxic culture kind of going on. This is this team, um, you know, the owner here, uh, Ethne head, um, plays Rupert here. Um, yeah, he kind of just sees like, oh yeah, I don't really want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he still see, even though Rupert, he's got a new wife and he's got a baby, uh, that he's still fucking around. He's, he's still, he's still a know, fuck boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's still fucking around with assistants and everyone there going on these dates and, and uh, he's like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I want to be a part of this. Like, this is this is not what I want to be a part of. Um, so you kind of see it. So maybe a little bit more here. Again, feels so jammed in this season with all these kind of other storylines going on. Um, this kind of so it kind of feels very crowded. Um, mm -hmm. But over, I mean, I still think the finale. Mm -hmm. I still got emotional. I mean, yeah, seeing it, I, I think Jason Sudeikis and and you know seeing those scenes, especially the scenes with the actress who plays uh, Rebecca. What is her name? Oh, um, Hannah Waddingham. Hannah Wadley. Um, I, I just, I just love that little fake out at the beginning of the finale, because mm. you know there's always kind of been this dynamic between Ted and Rebecca, and we open the episode with Ted just strolling down into Rebecca's kitchen. It's like his hair's a mess. He's in his pajamas, and it's like, wait, did they sleep together? And then Coach Beard comes out in a bit Hannah hammock, and it's like, nope, no, they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, so I I love their scenes together, and when she's trying to convince him to stay, and the mm -hmm. emotion, man, I thought those scenes were really, really good. Mm -hmm. And in really, the final moment there, um, when you know they're the plane, you know what I mean, when she's about to get on the plane and leave, I thought that was really good. What did you kind of say? so think about the finale there? I I think it's like this really beautifully told story. It's like Ted is a character that did everything that he wanted to do with his time at Richmond. He ultimately changed all of these people for the better with just this relentless positivity, promoting this culture of positive reassurance and the team's goodbye of doing the number from uh, sound of music. I thought that was so well done and a great callback to the previous season when they wanted to do bye, bye, bye to, to the doctor. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, then it was set to uh, father and son by cat Stevens, mm. uh, which I thought that was, you know, always an emotional song to kind of end things out on. Um, I, I yeah, that, that still gets me in the feels every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that, that got people in the feels when they saw guardians too, uh, mm. when they, when they kind of saw that. So, um, yeah, good, good song choice to end out things. Um, and then like, you see a lot of like, you know, did you feel like, you know, with the conclusions they give to some people, do you feel like those are good conclusions? 
I felt satisfied with a lot of the conclusions. It was like Beard, he stays in England and may, marries a, his like really toxic on again, off again girlfriend, Jane, which that was always kind of a running joke. Uh, Roy becomes the new, uh, the new head coach of Richmond, which I think is a good arc for him. Uh, Rebecca sells like almost half of the club to the fans, which I think is this beautiful thing and a great callback to uh that was something that was set up a couple episodes ago where we get the return of uh edwin akufu who is like this billionaire who uh was trying to recruit sam Abasanya to the team and he tries to create like this exclusive super league but she talks a lot of other football team owners out of it because you know it's taking it away from the fans and the working class and the people who love the sport mm, yeah um, and then you, you mentioned Roy Kent coaching the team, and also he's going to Ted's therapist. He's getting therapy. Mm-hmm. He's trying to you know work through his issues, and you know he had a great moment of there of like I'm still the same. You know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I've been. It feels like I've made all this progress, but then I haven't. You know what's stopping me? And he, you know he even asked to be a part of the Diamond Dogs there, which was like <laughs> a, a, like it was like a Terminator trying to you know, <laughs> man, like you know trying to understand the human emotion. Every time, yeah, with that moment, I was like in that uh, meme of all the people at the pub at just cheering. It was like, can I be a Diamond Dog? It was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it's good. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I mean that was good. You know, she sells part of the team there. To the fans, that was a good moment. The the fans that we've seen, you know, the constant <laughs> yeah, the three hooligans at the pub, yeah, um, which was really good there. And I mean, still some really great episodes. I think still some really great emotional moments. Even if I dropped this season, was like, like when his mother comes in and he talks to his mother, um, his, uh, he does that. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was some really good stuff there. Um, so yeah, I mean, even though there's some kind of uneven stuff here with this season, um, and I don't think it's as strong as other seasons, I still think it ends on a okay note for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, and yeah, so I would give it just a, I'd give a stream it, maybe a, a little, little kind of middle to high stream. What about for you? Uh, for me, I absolutely adore the first two seasons of Ted Lasso. I feel like they felt uh, like they were telling this very, very, very warm very like a uh, uh like sm- schmaltzy but still very well written story about uh positivity and while i think season three does it and does it ending on a satisfying note with the finale i just feel like the season was so much more unfocused and it needed more time well I think it needed another season or shorten the episodes to get more focus. It's like a lot of storylines in this season felt like they could have been cut and very little would have actually changed in it. It was like the entire scene with like the Ronaldo figure I felt could have been cut like Keeley's like a new relationship after she broke up with Roy Kent. I felt like that didn't really add anything to the rest of the season. And because of that, I got to give this a stream it. But I still felt satisfied by the ending. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, the stuff with the like the the hot shot, you know, mm-hmm. a football player there. What was his name? Uh, Zava. Zava. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was. Eh, I mean, I, I was like, I can kind of take it. I think a lot, a lot of that stuff you could have kind of cut and then given mm-hmm. it to more of the other characters that we already know. Uh, because eventually, just halfway through the season, he just leaves anyway. He just goes. He just retires anyway. So yeah, that dude just leaves like, like four episodes in. Yeah, 
Um, so you have that um, stuff with Keely and um, you know when she dates like this billionaire's daughter, uh, Jackie, I think was her name. Or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Jackie. Um, again, it feels like you know, like I said, there's like a racism episode, a homophobia episode. This episode, like the stuff with her, like she did episode was like a Me Too episode mm-hmm. where you know her leaks get you know her. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, the the revenge porn episode. Yeah, revenge porn episode. And I was like, okay, that's this episode. And then you have, you know, Jackie's chastising her, going like, well, you're the one that took the video uh, and everything like that. And she's, you know, Keely says, I don't feel guilty about taking the video. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I did it and that was that. But uh, yeah, so again, not enough, really, a whole lot of time, you know, spent on those things. I thought she took the ultimate too. Um, more. So yeah, that was Ted Lasso, season three.